This is Brian Collins. I'm a uh, former Walt Disney Imagineer, and you're listening to the most wonderful podcast to hit the airwaves, Mousecapade. I want to be the guy that walks backwards on the on the uh, at the haunted mansion when you get on the ride. We are both elementary school teachers. That's right, two brave men. <laughs> two brave <laughs> men and a women's field. Hello, this is David from Star Tours, and I just helped a Nick's son build his very first lightsaber. Have an idea? Question. Or want to share your experiences on the show? Contact Nick and Dave anytime. Email them at mousecapadespodcast at gmail.com. Text them at 407-674-0414. Follow Nick and Dave on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. Simply search for Mousecapades Podcast. Listen to Nick and Dave on iTunes, Podcast Addict, TuneIn Radio, and Stitcher Radio. Simply search for Mousecapades Podcast. Now, from the Mousecapades Studios, here are your hosts, Nick and Dave. Welcome back to the number one podcast that entertains that space between your ears. It's the Nick and Dave podcast show, and I've got something special cooked up for Nick this week, listeners. I've been wanting to do this one for a while. So what we are doing this week is going to be called Tough Decisions, and what that means is you're in the park, and I know that you've had this done a million times to you, Nick. You're in the park. Your kids are nagging. It's time to go. It's time to go. Everybody's beat. You got time for one more thing. So what do you do? You've got a couple of decisions, a couple of choices to make. But you can only do one of them. So that's what this is all about. You're at your wit's end. It's time to leave the park. It's time to go somewhere and do something else. You got time for one more thing. So I've got some attractions here first that we're going to set up to you. And we're going to throw them at you two at a time. And you have to pick one. You can only pick one. You can't say, I'm not picking. You can't say, I'm doing both of them. You can't say that I had fast passes for one and I'm going to do the other one later. You have one and only one choice to make, and what is it? And no matter what you say, I'm going to play devil's advocate today and tell you why the other one was a better choice. So <laughs> we've got, we, yeah, we've got two, two. We're going to start off with attractions. We've got two attractions that I thought were kind of similar uh, in either you know the length or where where they are or you know uh, as far as level of entertainment. I tried to pair them up so that they are pretty equal. And uh, we're just going to see where this takes us. And, and, you know, not only are you going to tell us what your choice is, but you have to say why you picked that one over the other one. And, and, you know, Nick, listeners, has not looked at my list. I've kept that one to myself. So I've got this all planned out right here. And, uh, you know, a lot of times he's probably going to say the same thing that I <laughs> would have said as well. But I'll try and present the other side of the coin and see and see if we can actually uh, – put our plea out there as to which one of these things we would rather do. So we've got about, I think I said I have I have 14 different choices here. So we're going to pair them up two at a time for 14 rounds. Then we've got six rounds of dining afterwards. So at that point, we're going to say, okay, you can only book one of these places for a meal. What's it going to be? And yeah, I have not prepped for this whatsoever i have not looked at your list i you know i i didn't even know what we were really even doing honestly until like seriously just uh what two minutes ago when i just 
when I yeah. just explained it to the audience. So this, I am completely off, you know, caught off guard to be completely honest with you, which I guess is what you were hoping, Dave, uh, something as realistic as possible, being caught off guard, having to make these decisions, I can that's, only assume. So that's you, why it's called tough decisions, man. You can't plan this one out. You have to make the decision on the spot. Well, you told me, hey, we're going to do something this, uh, you know, this week we're going to record and you can't look at my notes that are already uploaded. So on drive. So I have not I have not looked listeners. I have not read anything. So this is completely new to me. OK. Okay, Dave, so which direction are you taking us, buddy? What's the scenario? What's going on here? All right, so again, like I said, you've got one last chance to make. So in this first one, you're standing right in the center of Frontierland. It's time for you to go. Park's closing, you know, soon, or you've got reservations in another park and you've got to get out of this one that you're in, but you're right in the middle of Magic Kingdom. You're standing in Frontierland. You've got two options here. You either do... Country Bear Jamboree, or you do the Hall of Presidents. Which one are you doing? <clears throat> um, Hall of Presidents. Okay, so tell us why you're doing the Hall of Presidents. Because I'm a history buff, and it's been a <laughs> long time since I've been in the Hall of Presidents. All and right, so, so is Obama in the Hall of Presidents yet? Yes, of course he is. Every president, okay. every president, when they take the assume the presidency, they are recorded uh, via an audio, whatever, or digitally, and, and it's sent in. So, so I can't tell you. Go ahead. I have not seen the one yet with Obama, and I would like to. And I have not seen the Hall of Presidents probably since Clinton. Okay, so there you go. There's a reason for both <laughs> of us to go into the Hall of Presidents. It's been it's been a long time, buddy. I haven't been to the Hall of Presidents. Let's see here. So it's been, we're going back, okay? It has been, let's see here, last time I went, if I'm doing my math correctly, I was 13, so 7 plus 10 is 17. Um, uh, 20, I mean, it's been 22 years uh, Ooh, since the last time. Yeah. Yeah, right, so... so the last time my family went for an extended time, my family went to the Hall of Presidents. My wife, my mother-in-law, and uh, my daughter went to the Hall of Presidents, and I went out and did some of the things that they didn't want to do. So that was a good time fill for them as I went and did the adventurous things that they either couldn't get on or didn't want to do. So the flip side of that coin is the Country Bear Jamboree. Now, I do love the Country Bear Jamboree, and we would go to that show every year when I was a kid, but I... I think we took Mia there one time in the past, like six trips I've been to the Country Bear Jamboree. So the thing about both of these attractions is that they take a long time. They're shows, so in the time that you, you know, wait for the show to start, get your seats, watch the show, you probably could fit in two ride attractions during that time. You know, kind of a side note, one of the cool things that I just recently discovered uh, was that there's the Country Bear Jamboree used to have a show during the Christmas time. They would completely switch things up, and they'd have a Christmas a Christmas Jamboree for the Country Bear show. And I never saw that. I watched it on YouTube. It's it's pretty sweet, actually. Yeah, the Country Bear Jamboree isn't bad. I mean, it it's it's very entertaining. I mean, you have things going on on the left side of the stage, center stage, right side of the stage, uh, up top, you know, from a swing. Um, and it's it's very entertaining. You have a lot of movement going on. It's an ADD paradise for someone, you know. So, um, it's if, if for my kids, like if I had Colin with me, um, and yeah. we're tired, we want to we want to just get away from the heat and sit down and relax. 
Um, of course, you're doing that with Hall of Presidents anyway, but this one's a sing-along sing kind of thing. You can, you can sing with them and stuff. That's um, right, and I listen to the music all the time, and every time the song comes on from the Country Bear Jamboree, my whole family is like gives out this big sigh like, oh, he's going to sing it again. Because right. I love singing that song. <laughs> so, yeah, you know... I'm, st- I'm still sticking though with no, Hall of dude. Presence, I just, dude. Hey, you can't change. You can't right, change. right. No, no. I'm still sticking. So I would do Hall of Presence because it's been a long time. Got to go with your first choice. All right, we're gonna move on. This time we are in um, Adventureland, and we're gonna either round the corner or stay in Adventureland. You got your spur of the moment decision. Which one are you doing? Pirates of the Caribbean or the Haunted Mansion? Can, can, hold on for a second. Can we go back to Frontierland? Yeah, dude. Okay, so you you know the the path the the pathway that goes around like the Liberty Bell and everything, right? You know, leading up to like Haunted Mansion right there yeah. where the Harbor House is and stuff. Yeah. You know, so we, I had always read that that was like raw sewage to you know to, I guess reflect the times of the 1800s. You know, where right. people would just dump stuff in the street. But you know, our our Imagineer friend um, Brian Collins. I was like, no, that's supposed to represent the Mississippi River separating the gateway. You know, it's the gateway to the west, the west from the east. Right. You no, know, I, so. I hit, you know, not to not to go against a former Imagineer or anything, but I've read in several of books that that was to represent that, you know, they didn't have plumbing. So that's pretty right. much where the sewage went. So, yeah, I don't so, know. I mean, I don't know we'll, if we'll ever figure out the true answer to that one. I don't know, dude. I mean, it makes sense. You would think the river itself that the Liberty Bell is on is the Mississippi River. Right. 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 And that's what's separating the East Coast from the West Coast. And that's the gateway to the West. Um, but I don't know. You can make an argument for both sides. Sorry. I just wanted to go back to that. And that kind of gives put St. Louis on the map, honestly. That, you yes, know, right there. Right. Walt's little hometown area besides Main Street USA is also now give us a football fa- team. It's al- also found in Frontierland, you know. So yeah. Anyway, yeah. Okay. So what was this one now? So I'm, right. I'm faced with a decision. What am I doing? I'm in. I'm in Adventureland. Adventure you have time for one thing. Is it going to be Pirates of the Caribbean, or is it going to be the Haunted Mansion? The Haunted Mansion's not in Adventureland. No, I said you're gonna have to round the corner and go. Oh, okay. To- I'm doing Haunted Mansion. I I like Pirates of the Caribbean. It's cool. It's fun. Um. I. I, as much as I love that ride, I, the, the the song can get annoying after a while. No way, it, dude. Yeah, it can. I mean, no, it doesn't because, I mean, you just you find yourself clapping to it a lot and just singing it the whole time. I don't know. I take that back. Okay. Um, but I, I'm doing Haunted Mansion. Doing Haunted Mansion. I'm glad you chose Haunted Mansion because I would have chosen the Pirates of the Caribbean. Because and... the Haunted Mansion is, is totally interactive. Like, you know, they're, the guests are speaking to you and treating you like crap and things are moving around you like in the stretching room i think that's just a genius idea i like what they do in paris and i like how the cast members go around blowing in your ear and tapping you in the back and your shoulder and stuff like that i wish they would do that at world yeah um and at land but i like the ambiance and the creepiness and the, how it's, it's interactive with the Haunted Mansion. So that's why I'm going with that ride. All right, man. I would do the Pirates of the Caribbean. And, and most of the reason for that is because the last four times, and I'm not even kidding, the last four times I've been at Disney World, Pirates of the Caribbean has been closed down. 
either on a scheduled refurbishment or an emergency refurbishment. Sure, yeah, and you're absolutely right. It has been. But what's cool though, with uh, if you if you if you hit the haunted mansion, you have new fantasy land right there that you can cut right up, you know, and then right. check that out. Yeah, and I would also want to see the new the new Pirates of the Caribbean with all of the cool things that they've done and the better lighting and all that stuff. So that's why I would choose Pirates of the Caribbean. I didn't think about that. You're yeah. right. They totally refurbed that over the summer. And, and I haven't seen it yet. I have not either. No, you're right. No, I'm still... Dang it. I can't go back, can I? No, you can't. You made I a choice. I know I didn't... You know what? And that's a choice I would have made if I was there and I would have kicked myself in the rear saying, hey, it's been <laughs> referred. Why didn't I make that decision? Right. Um, I know why, because I'm taking my son to the Haunted Mansion. That's why. That's right. You've been talking about that. All right. So it's time for the next one. This time we have to be standing right in the center of the hub because these two are in different places. It's the Battle of the Mountains. Do you go to Space Mountain or do you go to Splash Mountain? Splash Mountain. And that's a no brainer. You know that for me, dude. I hate yep. roller coasters in the dark, so I'm just not going to do it. I'll let my wife go over there and I'll peel off with my boy and we'll go to Splash Mountain. You're talking like that's like a 10 minute ride, dude. That's a no brainer. Yep, and and I would probably agree with you on that one, mostly because Space Mountain has a huge tendency to go down a lot. But I gotta I gotta play the opposite side that you did. So Space Mountain, it's a classic roller coaster. The original one was at Disney World, um, and then it's just something that you have to do. There's no other roller coaster like that. It, this it doesn't go upside down. There's nothing fancy about it. When you turn the lights on, it's not a, a completely difficult roller coaster, like as far as planning and things like that. It's just your average run-of-the-mill roller coaster. But when you turn the lights off and you put the, you know, you paint the dots on the sky with light so that you see the stars at night, it's a whole new deal. But with Space Mountain, dude, you know, you're just motorboating to a storyline, you know? I mean, it's smooth sailing. It's, you're you're in the country, and you're just you're just putting along, you know, and you're watching the story unfold around you. They are two different rides in that way. One of them is nice and relaxing. The other one's intense. Right. And I always have my arms up in the air on Space Mountain, and I always feel like they're going to get chopped off when we go underneath a different part of the ride. I love how you have the crows at the end, right, that huckle you. Yeah. You know? They're the crows. Buzzards, the, the buzzards. buzzards. The buzzards. Yeah, the buzzards. How they heckle you, you know, like before yep. you're about to drop. I that's my probably my favorite part of the whole ride is how they heckle you. All right, this next one I think is a pretty easy choice too, but I couldn't find anything that was really similar. So we're gonna go with it, and I know what you're gonna pick already. You're in Fantasyland. You've got one choice to make. You either go on Peter Pan or Winnie the Pooh. Um. Come on, you know it's easy. Yeah, I'm doing I'm doing Peter Pan, man. Especially if I have to wait in the queue. Totally. I love how interactive it is. It, it's amazing how you feel like you're in Wendy and John's house. Um, it, that's old school in itself. That's a classic ride. What they were able to achieve with the technology they had at the time, you, you do kind of feel like you're in flight, you know? That's why it's called Peter Pan in Flight. Um, it's just a really cool ride. And again, as, as much as it's always, you know, just as about me at Disney World, it's really about my son too. And I love to see him light up and he would rather be on Peter Pan than Winnie the Pooh. He's not really a Winnie yeah. the Pooh type of person. But Winnie the Pooh's queue has gone through a major improvement. True. They've got the big wall of honey that you can 
draw your name in and stuff. That's pretty neat. Their queue actually is pretty good at, at Winnie the Pooh now. They've got the just a little playground garden type area for the for the little kids to play. And I know it's for the littlest kids. Um, but we took Max there and he had a blast in their little garden type area. And Mia was able to draw things in the in the in the honey. And then you get to go on the ride. And it's a nice, gentle ride. Do you remember when we were at Disneyland and we saw Winnie the Pooh and Piglet walking around? Yeah. Were you, were you with me? It was right there so. in like it's, some courtyard or... Yeah, it's right outside Splash Mountain. That's where their meet and greet is. Okay, so we got there as soon as they walked out and there was like no line. Do you remember that? Like no one was really around. We got our picture. And so they were... Remember how they were just screwing around? The character, the cast members themselves? Right. They were trying to get attention because no one was coming over to, right. uh, to see them. Um, and they weren't really doing the kindest things to each other. Do you remember this? I don't like, remember I just, that part of it. Oh my no. gosh, dude! I think I have a photo of it of uh, them uh, dancing together, and it wasn't like a slow dance either, <laughs> listeners. All right, then. and I remember <laughs> this awkwardness of watching these two characters because they're trying so hard uh, to to get attention that they're doing the craziest things. And I, you don't, you don't remember that? I don't remember that part. I remember getting my picture taken with them. Though. No. It was, and it was just weird because they're doing the silliest things and. Um, not that you just wouldn't see a typical cast member do in costume. Right. And not, I'm not saying it was ignorant or anything. I'm just saying it was just silly things. And I, for some reason, that just sticks out in my mind. Oh, I don't remember that part of it. I do remember seeing them, though. I do remember that. All right, man, this is it. You are in the middle, in between uh, Fantasyland and Tomorrowland. You're in the path. It goes by like the teacups and all of that. That's where you're standing right now. Okay. You can go one way or you can go the other way. What's it going to be? Are you going to do Buzz Lightyear Space Ranger spin or are you going to do It's a Small World? It's a Small World. I love Space Ranger spin, but I love the nostalgia and the classic rides as well. And I want to go True Roots Walt and do It's a Small World. All right, you're not doing competitive, I'm going to outscore you at this game type of thing, huh? No, I can care less because I want to sit back and cruise again at a speed of two miles an hour and just watch the magic unfold around me. I just watched a special the other night on that and about how it opened up at Disneyland and how they built the scale model and Walt was there explaining you know, the ride and the scale model they had of the Disneyland version with the clock out front and it was working doors open all the all the members come out walk around and then the time pops out it was amazing dude to see this this model was probably three foot wide two foot tall and it was a working it was a working model and I I just look back at my daughter who's like a model enthusiast like that and I was like how cool would that be to have that thing it was uh, it was sure sure yeah so buzz lightyear is awesome man i can't really i can't really go against it's a small world but i do love the aspect of playing against somebody in a game and uh you know keeping score my my family always at the end of the ride tries to see who's got the high score because they have bragging rights but yeah it's a small world's a classic too all right the next one we have for you here we are leaving the magic kingdom now we're going to uh, uh, Disney Studios. There's not a lot there. So, <laughs> you don't have too many choices, but this is one of the choices that you may have to make. Do not say great movie ride. No, dude. That's not an option for anybody. 
<laughs> Good. Do you do toy do you do Toy Story Mania or do you do Tower of Terror? Toy Story Mania. Why is that? Because you just went against Buzz Lightyear not too long ago. Because I'm too scared to get on Tower of Terror. I just wanted you to say that out loud. I know you did, and <laughs> no, so I did, which is fine. <laughs> I can care less. I, I something about I don't know something about dropping and a brake system, you know, depending upon if, if I live or not. I, I don't like that. Right, and it's it's Tower of Terror is one of the scariest rides I think in all of their parks. To be honest with you, it is because you don't know you don't know if it's going to go down two or if it's going to go down six. It's crazy. And and, uh, and do you I'm really still... think I'm getting on that when the, they have no lights? Seriously? Yeah, no, dude. But no. if you compare, I mean, if you're if you, that, it makes a difference on where you are because the one at land sucks. It's I mean, it's okay, but it does. It's nothing compared to the one at World. The one at World comes off of the track and goes out and tells the whole Twilight Zone story, and it's oh. just way better. It sucks, huh? I waited for you to ride that ride like two or three times. Well, when we yeah, were out there, I mean, so it sucks. It, but it's a good ride until you compare it to the one at Disney World, okay. and then it sucks. All right. Yeah. So what's next? Uh, all right. So the next one, we're in Epcot now. We're standing right in the middle, and this is also a true life decision that people have to make on a daily basis for fast passes. What do you do? Do you do Soarin' or do you do Test Track? It's a time tested, over and over again. People have to make this decision. You got one. You're about to leave a park. Um, Soren, because there's just nothing like it. When are you going to do that again? I can go fast in my car and roll down the windows. You know, I'm away home from the parks. Um, but Soren, where am I going to get like a kajillion inch screen and be able to harness myself and pretend I'm flying? No, you can't do it. And that's the thing is that I went faster on my ride home from work today than the test track cars go. And, you know, the test track cars are cool, but I'm going to have to I'm going to have to side with you on this one. I can't really put up a fight. Soren is where it's at, dude. Soren is the most unique ride. Soren is the most unique ride, I think, in all of the Disney parks right now. I'll agree with you. Uh, it's 4D. So I'm going to have to side with you on that one and go with Soren. Test Track's cool, but Soren is, is definitely the better of the two rides. The next one up is Mission Space versus Finding Nemo. I'm go- I've am i done Mission Space. It makes me sick. Like I've always told you, and the listeners know this, and they're probably getting tired of hearing it. it you know, flying in a T-38 was a thousand times better than going on Mission Space. Mission Space... Although I survived, it made me a little queasy. I was able to control, you know, my breathing and and ride it out. But if I want five seconds longer, I probably would have just screened because I needed to get out of that capsule because it just spins, and the capsule itself is spinning on an axis. On an axis. Um, but uh, yeah, I'm I'm totally going with the other one, buddy. You're going Nemo on this one. Yeah, okay. I'm totally, I'm totally going Nemo again. I love to cruise at two miles an hour and let the story unfold around me. And I am going to go with Mission Space on this one because the same rationale as Soren. Where else could you possibly find something that makes you feel like you're taking off on a spaceship? It doesn't happen anywhere else. Um, sure it does. I was hopping my T-38. 
Yeah, right. And, and go and go take off. So I I can get that. You know, I can get that throw. It's ride. a it's a plane. It's a plane. It's not a spaceship, dude. Um, you you don't think we took off going like three hundred miles an hour straight up in the air, and I watched the world shrink below me. You know, just yeah, like a and, rocket. And, and that was the real. You're telling me, but that's you're the telling real. Me that you can deal. get in a plane right now and do that. I cannot. So that's why I'm choosing mission space. All right, move along. All right, dude, plus, we're in well, plus, plus, hold on. You know, you have the aquarium with Finding Nemo as well, and so you have that whole other side of it as well. It's not just the ride. Right. All right, we're in Animal Kingdom this time, and we're not there for very long. I was pretty disappointed when you talked to Tiki Garden about destroying Dinosaur. I was pretty disappointed about that. So you got two choices, Kilimanjaro Safaris or Dinosaur. I'm going to go Dinosaur on this one. I have not ridden. You haven't ridden it because I haven't ridden it, and it's amazing. And we have a zoo here in St. Louis, so you shouldn't pick Kilimanjaro Safari. Yeah, I'm not gonna pick that one. If I had Colin, yes, but if I'm by myself, I'm doing dinosaur. Although, if I would have given you a time frame on the whole thing, it may have made a difference because since they're putting into the works the nighttime safari for Kilimanjaro Safari, I might that would be the only thing that would sway me over to the Kilimanjaro Safaris. Why? So it's harder for you to see the animals? No, they <laughs> I know they're gonna have nocturnal different. animals. Yeah, I know. Yeah. Just gonna be different. Just gonna be different. I hope they bring back a storyline too when they when they do that. You know, I I miss the old poachers. Help let's go help the poachers. Uh Let's go help the conservation department bring down the poachers. I don't even I remember that. if they had a storyline last time. Dude, I went on it. it was a long time ago, but um, I don't. I think I'd I miss it. I don't know. I don't even know if we had a storyline, dude. I think it was just let's go around and see some animals. I, I don't know. Maybe we did. It That's wasn't what it was that last time. It wasn't that great then if we did because I obviously don't remember it. It was cooler that way. All right, we're moving on. This time we're going to go to a show. So you've got one show to see. You are in Animal Kingdom still. Are you going to see the Festival of the Lion King? Or are you going to see the Finding Nemo musical? I'm going to do the Finding Nemo. Oh, dude, hold on. I I like the Lion King, too. It's got some great music in it. Uh, great soundtrack. Uh, the Broadway performance was amazing. Um, but see, I've, I've seen the Broadway performance a couple times, so I'm going to have to go with the Finding Nemo. These are two of my favorites, actually, and we talk a lot about how Animal Kingdom doesn't have anything. It's a half-day park, but these two, if you haven't seen one of these two things, you have got to see them. They're both really awesome, uh, especially now that the Lion King's in, the, in this new building. Um, I'm excited to go see that. My daughter was just in the Lion King Junior musical for her school, so um, it's it's not the same. It's not the same as the Lion King musical, that for sure. It's it's different, but um, I think that she would really enjoy it this time if I did the Lion King. So I think I would probably go with Lion King. But like like I said, I like both of them a lot. That's what Tough Decisions is really about. All right, we're moving on. This time it's the end of the night. You got one last thing to see. Do you get in the prime location for the Main Street Electrical Parade, or do you go sit in the hub for Wishes? Hmm. You know, there's no parade like the electrical parade, but there's no firework display show like Wishes. I know, man. That's why it's a tough decision. Um, This is probably as corny as it sounds. This is the toughest decision you've thrown at me this episode. Um, Really, this is one I really have to think about. The rest of them, I really didn't have to think about. It was just, you know, whatever, this one or that one. 
Uh, this, on the other hand, I, I'm considering not only myself, but my family. Um, I, I, I'm going to have to go with... This is a tough one, Dave. This is tough. This is the hardest one. All right, bro. Thanks. Um, I really don't like parades, but I like the electrical parade. <laughs> um... I don't go out and watch fireworks at like firework display shows, you know, like on Fourth of July. But I'll stay and watch the one at uh, at all the parks because there's nothing like it. Um, I'm doing wishes, buddy. I'm doing wishes. All right, and and Main Street Electrical Parade is a classic. You can't go wrong with Main Street Electrical Parade. And and the show is basically the same show it was when I was a kid. I can't think of any anything really new for that. Right. It's a classic that you just have to do. With the wishes, you know, they had the map projecting on the castle, the map right. projection system, Tinkerbell's flying over towards it now. Um it's just pretty cool. You know, I was thinking about the whole drone. We were talking about drones a week ago. Yeah. They could totally film Tinkerbell. You know, flying to the castle with a drone. That could be a perspective that you just wouldn't be able to see. They could project that uh, maybe somewhere up on the castle or something. So there's the image of her flying to the castle while you see it on the castle. The live broadcast of her flying down from the castle. That'd that'd be be kind of cool. All right, but, but that's also a reason why I would go with Main Street Electrical Parade because if you do wishes, unless you get the fast pass, like I said, you're going to have to sit there for over an hour just saving your spot so that you could see what's going on, you know, for the castle projection and things right. like that. Main Street Parade, you've got tons of places that you can go watch from. So uh, there's always a space. You know, if you had a drone, too, for uh, Electrical Parade to see the streets glowing throughout the park, how cool yeah. would that be? I mean, that's the basically it's the same shot like when you're on Soren at the end of the ride where they have you can see the Christmas time parade going down main street. Right. That would be the same type of thing with the drone. That, I think that that would be cool. I, I don't, I don't see why they don't do something like that because well, they because there's it's a no fly zone, dude. Yeah. But if they fly low enough, they probably could do it's it. No fly zone. You can't, you can't fly anything. There's no floor on that. There's no I floor don't. on a, yeah, I don't, I don't, know. I mean, I assume if it's a machine that's flying, I mean, it's, it's no fly zone period. Right. You know, um, I, paper airplane, I guess, but that's about it. Anywho, I'm, I'm way off topic. I'd go wishes, dude, and I told Tinker. you why. Yeah, yeah. All right, so we've got one more nighttime spectacular for you. Do you, I don't even know if this one's a real one, but we're going to go with it anyway. Do you do Phantasmic or do you do Illuminations? We just talked about Illuminations last week. Right. Um... <laughs> I don't do either. Yeah, there, there is no choice. I don't, you, you know, this one, one, I would flip a coin, and I'm looking for a coin right now, and I, I literally can't find one. I, uh, I would rather do, uh, I, illum, illuminate, no, Fantasmic. I'd go Fantasmic over Illuminations. All right, and I think I probably would as well, but I will, I will play the flip side of that one and say that Illuminations has fireworks. It's got pyrotechnics. But I'm already seeing that it wishes. Yeah, yeah. But these are independent. Like <laughs> these are independent. So yeah, I would I would say Illuminations is cool because it's got the whole light up the world one one pavilion at a time. That's pretty neat, I think. I actually I think that's probably one of the coolest parts about Illuminations is how you get to see each of the different nations come on one at a time. 
Uh, we've got we've got two more. We've got two more attractions, and then I'm just gonna I'm just gonna present to you two. Oh, okay. We have two more. Two, Sweet. Two more, and then I'm gonna present to you two restaurants, and then uh, and then we'll be done with our tough decisions episode. All right. Okay. So okay. We're going. We're in Epcot right now. These are not your e-ticket attractions, but we are in Epcot, and you've got one more thing to do. Do you do Living in the Land or do you do Journey into the Imagination? With Figment? Yeah. Are you serious? Oh, dude, Living with the Land. That's hands down. <laughs> Figment gets such a bad rap, man. My family doesn't like Figment either. I do. No, and no. Max my kid, loved- my kid, who was uh, four at the time this past summer, didn't even like Figment. Yeah, Max loves it. Dude, he was like out. his best. It was like his favorite thing. Dude, they literally, my because my, my, my parents had him while Aaron and I were doing the Keys of the Kingdom tour. They walked out. Like the kids weren't even interested. All right. All right. So this is the last one. We've got we got one last choice. We're back in Magic Kingdom. And we're at that same place in between Fantasyland and Tomorrowland. Do you do the teacups or do you do Autopia? Uh, I'm oh, man, dude, seriously. Um, My my son would Would you say neither again. No, 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 no. I love the teacups. See, my son would would crucify me if i didn't uh if i didn't go teacups with him so because you know you know colin he loves to spin that teacup as oh, I fast forgot. as we he can about this. yes yeah, we just talked about this too and i gotta show you the video you probably have seen the video because it's been posted up on instagram i believe it's on our account actually the uh milescapades uh account on instagram possibly if it's not i gotta put it up there but we were spinning so fast colin's about to pass out and he's giggling <laughs> and laughing and we get up and we like fall down because I mean he he loves thrill rides, um, and I get to a point where I'm spinning so fast that everything's so blurry, so I only see the little the the table turny thingy in front of me anyway. Um, but yeah, I go that because it is fun with my son. It's fun to watch him. That's cool. Yeah, and I do love the teacups, and it, it provides a great photo op every time for my family. But but uh, you know, with the teacups, with that said though, you have to fight for a freaking teacup. You know that? Yeah. Like the last time we were on that ride, Dave, we were the very first uh, family in at the gate. So like, they got all the way up to us, and they shut the gate, and like they, right. the teacups went. So we were the next family out of all these people behind us. Right? We're the next to enter in. They open up the gates. Aaron and I and Colin are walking. Oh, no, you can't walk. You have to run to the freaking teacups. Dude, so we're walking to a teacup, and everyone's running around. So the very first family that was in line doesn't even get a doesn't even get a flipping teacup. You know, we go, we're all the way in the back, <laughs> and they allowed too many families in, and we almost didn't get it because the family behind us, the father threw his backpack, okay, threw his backpack over by me like almost over my head but it was kind of like over my shoulder into the teacup thinking that oh he, that family's not going to go in there because i threw my backpack in there like literally that's what the guy did the right father. he threw and that was backpack. the only one left it was between that was the only us. cup left yeah it was, yeah it was the only cup left for two families and uh-huh. i'm like oh no we were the first family in line the first family to enter the gate we're getting a we're getting this teacup i got in there and i looked at him and i said seriously dude you think that's gonna stop seriously and he gave me like this embarrassed look and just grabbed his bag and walked off. Aww. I just couldn't believe. I just couldn't believe though these families are running like they're running to these teacups. I'm being all civilized and stuff. It's nuts. So if you ride the you teacups, throw... you got to throw down. It's like it's like straight out of Compton. That's bro. right. You... It's like straight out of Compton, bro. You got to 
throw it out throw the uh, chivalry out the window when you're in the teacup area man there's no there's no whole bar on that even though you're in all right fantasy, so that man. yeah and it's it's that dude's fantasy was to get that teacup and you denied him the all jokes right, could go anywhere on that one yeah, all right yeah. keep going so we'll go to the other side autopia has been shortened it used to be i don't know the fact on this one but it, it used to be like almost twice as long i would bet but it's gotten shorter and shorter over the years as they've added more and more attractions what they really need to do to this ride is put all of those cars into um the shop and fit them with electric motors and so that they're silent they can maybe add a little bit of noise to them but they smell and it's just gross the only cool thing about this is that if kids can't drive and they're young they get a chance to drive and they that they are really like the coolest thing on earth because they get to drive. So Mia rode Autopia when she was little, and she did it. It's done. Now we don't ever visit Autopia. Yeah, and go on our account, too, because I have a picture of Colin driving that with that smirk on his face. You know that smirk yeah. that uh, Max gave you after he saw uh, um, Buzz Lightyear? Like, that just yeah. happened, Dad? That's yep. the same smirk that Colin's giving when he's driving the cars. Uh, it's pretty cool, but you're right. It's smelly over there. It smells like gasoline. You end up smelling it after you leave the ride. And did I hear this right? I, or did I read this right? I was just, I was actually reading an article today, Dave, that said there's been, there's like 300 cars or 250, something like that cars on yeah. that track. Is that, is that the case? Yeah. I, I wouldn't doubt that at all. They, really? I mean, they wrote, Cause it doesn't they look like through. that. It doesn't look like that. I guess they're just all over the track and spaced out. I don't know. And they don't, I don't think they have all of the cars out. I don't think they have all the cars out at one time. All right, moving on. All right, so that's all for our attraction part of the set. Now we've got a couple of choices here. I think maybe I'm going to throw three of them at you. My favorite, and, and we're uh, talking about food. We're talking about food. We are talking about food. Um, and I, you know, I, I don't know how fair some of these choices are because I don't know if you've if you've been to all these before. But I'm going to I'm going to throw them at you anyway. All right, so the first one we are going to go to uh, Disney Studios. Do you do the Sci-Fi Diner or do you do the Fifties Diner? sci-fi diner i love it i love the ambiance man i love how it's cool calm and just easygoing and you get to watch a cheesy sci-fi film i'm all about it nothing beats a good meatloaf though dude nothing beats a good meatloaf <laughs> again the jokes can go <laughs> like crazy That's all i got whatever dude That's all go I got. the next one i'm going sci-fi all right all right man we have uh, the next one we do. Both of these are character dining. So you have right there on Main Street, you have Crystal Palace with the whole Winnie the Pooh gang. Or do you go over to the Grand Floridian? Do you do 1900 Park Fair and the Royal Family, Cinderella, Stepmothers, Two Stepsisters, Prince Charming? I'm I'm doing the Cinderella, dude. I got I got both our buffets. I got to throw that in there. Both our buffets. Oh, so I would say neither then if they're buffets, but I got to pick one, right? Um, oh, you don't do buffets for all you like about the food? Yeah, that's one thing. Yeah, I don't do. You know me. Yeah. Dude, the last thing I want is someone coughing all over the food, even though they have the barriers. No, dude. People are like licking their fingers and grabbing this. No, it's disgusting. Um, <laughs> yeah, I'm doing the Cinderella and Stepsisters, but brother. All right, man. I I like both of these. I, I, I was kind of disappointed with the food at the Crystal Palace. The cool, the cool thing about the Crystal Palace is, and, and you know, 1900 Park Fair has the dancing Cinderella Prince Charming, and then they go out and they grab all the little kids and they get to dance with them. Crystal Palace has the parade through the Crystal Palace with all of the uh, Winnie the Pooh characters, and anybody can join it. So I would do that because I could join, and I have video of myself joining the end of the parade of all the characters. I have this big fat 
plate of food in my hand and I'm just trouncing around the main dining area with them because my daughter's real shy and she wouldn't do it. So I told her if she wasn't going to do it, I was going to do it. So I got up and joined the parade with them. Did you hug at the Pooh? Crystal Palace. Did you hug Pooh? No, dude, Eeyore is my man. Oh, okay. All I right. love that dude. Moving on. What's the next one? Eeyore. All right. So we're going, uh, we're going a little fast. Faster dining here. This is not sit-down restaurant. This is quick service. And this is the last one, right? This is the last decision. There is actually. Yeah, we're gonna do this one, and then I got a dessert one for you. Okay, okay. All right. So we've got Columbia Harbor House, Casey's Corner. Pick one. Mm, I love the Harbor House. Uh, We actually ate there last time we were out there this past summer. I've never been to Casey's Corner, so I would change it up. And go to Casey's Corner because it's something new and fresh, different for, for us. And I'm going to have to pick Columbia Harbor House. It's a stand vibe. You can't go wrong with anything they have in there. That place is awesome. I think it's probably the some of the best food at a quick service place that there is in all of the Disney kingdoms. Um, so I'm going with Columbia Harbor House. So I got this last one for you. This is dessert time. All right. Okay. We are going to, we're going to either downtown Disney to the Girardelli soda, fa- soda Fountain ice cream shop, or we're going over to the boardwalk to Beaches and Cream for your ice cream slash dessert specialty. Which one are you picking? I've heard a lot about Beaches and Cream. I've never been over there, but I've heard a, a ton. So I'm going over there. I'm, again, I'm keeping it fresh. I'm keeping it new and different. So I'm heading over to Beaches and Cream. Awesome. And I cannot go against your pick on that one because – I would pick the same. I would go with Beaches Cream. I hear they have one of the best uh, ice cream uh, factory, not factories, with have one of the best ice cream experiences that you could possibly get. So I am going to have to go with you. I'm surprised at how many we actually picked the same, Nick. I was I was expecting to be able to go against you and have good rationale every time, but it doesn't look like it turned out that way. We have a lot of similarities. Yeah, because you and I are pretty much polar opposites. Not, not only yeah. are we polar opposites in our height, but... Uh, we we pretty much pick different things. We we very rarely do you and I honestly. Let's let's be honest. Agree on on certain things when it comes to Disney, right? All right. So we uh, but we did we did a lot on this one. So I'm surprised about that. So and listeners, if you have good rationale for why Nick or I were wrong today. We would love to hear from you because that's one thing that we do both like to do is we both like to hear, you know, the reasons why people say the things that they say, or if you think we're wrong, tell us why you think we're wrong. So hit us up on social media, you know, give us a text, do something like that. Um, but let us know because we want to hear why something we said is totally wrong and why you think that the other choice was better. I think that would be awesome to hear. And hey, maybe you can convince Nick or I, and the next time we go, that'll influence how we how we experience the park. So um, Nick, why don't you tell them how they can get a hold of us? Yeah, definitely. Listeners, if you have an idea, a question, or you want to share your experiences on the show with us, Nick or Dave, contact us, mousecapadespodcast at gmail.com. Text us, guys and girls, 407 407- Six seven four zero four one four. Follow us on all the social media platforms: Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, Periscope. You know, blah 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 blah. Listen to us on iTunes, Podcast Addict, and Stitcher Radio. Simply search for Mousecapades Podcast. Dave, this was a great one, but I really did enjoy this. You know, um, it was kind of different than Would You Rather. I had no prep time whatsoever on this. Um, had no idea what we were doing. This is great because this is something you actually are faced with when you go to the parks to make those tough decisions. So this was great. Cool. Thanks. All right, listeners, that's all. I think it's about that time, buddy. All right. Peace. Peace.
Have a magical day, my friends.